Welcome to the Encounter Podcast, an initiative of St. Anne's Adult Faith Ministry. Our goal is to walk with you and equip you on your lifelong faith journey. Friends, I'm Deacon Randy Ori, and welcome to the fourth and final reflection in our Advent podcast series. If you find it helpful, consider returning to any of the earlier Advent reflections that you might have missed or you would like to revisit. If you grew up in the same era that I did in the late 60s, early 1970s, you might have experienced your mother calling you by your full name, the dreaded triple name, first name, middle name, last name, if you failed to do something she had repeatedly told you to do. For example, in my case, Randall John Ory, get in here and clean up this room. If this happened to you as a kid, you very likely remember it. Well, add to this, in the same era in the early 70s, in the Archdiocese of New Orleans, we celebrated confirmation as Catholic boys and girls in the seventh grade, a good three years earlier than today's sophomore confirmation. This meant for my mother, then, a subtle shift in the triple designation for me. Randall John Ory now gave way to, Randall John Joseph, I'm not going to call you again to the dinner table. She was likely thinking, change things up, invoke his newly acquired confirmation name, and maybe that will help. So as we continue, let us hear together our reading for this fourth Sunday of Advent from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. When his mother, Mary, was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. Now, as I mentioned, I took Joseph as my confirmation name. Now, to be honest, at age 12, I don't recall being horrified that St. Joseph's good name was being dragged into the occasions of my childhood absent-mindedness. I had selected Joseph at confirmation because in my Catholic elementary school of eight years, it was gently drilled into us that St. Joseph was the example, par excellence, for upright living. Indeed, he was and is. But add to that, since my birthday, May 1st, fell on the lesser-known feast day of St. Joseph, the feast of St. Joseph the Worker, 
My devotion to him seemed almost preordained. Now, you probably are aware that the stories of Jesus' conception and birth are only conveyed to us through two of the Gospels, Matthew and Luke. Both narrations are rich, but with different storylines. Luke gives us the stories through the lens of Mary. And Matthew, on the other hand, the gospel for this Advent season, presents through the perspective of Joseph. Joseph's stories come to us through three very powerful, angelic dream revelations. We heard the first one in today's gospel. Now, Joseph is portrayed as a righteous man, which in Joseph's day is saying far more than he was simply a good man. To be righteous was to be characterized by a humble obedience to the law. So when we hear this line in the gospel, when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit, we must realize that the reader is alerted to a detail that Joseph does not yet know, namely that the child's origin is from the Holy Spirit. Joseph, not knowing this yet, without divine revelation, is in a real and difficult dilemma. It is in that moment of difficulty that Joseph beautifully balances two powerful graces, righteousness and mercy. Friends, this alone would be worthy of our meditation in this fourth week of Advent. But let us instead continue our our reflection by focusing on the two wonderful names given this child from Bethlehem and what they mean for us, Jesus and Emmanuel. Do you ever wonder how this person who is both God and man and the absolute center of our faith received his name? Yep, by divine revelation to both Mary and Joseph separately. Jesus means Yahweh saves, that is, God saves. Jesus is the God who saves us. Recall last Sunday, through the third Sunday of Advent, Jesus answered John's questions about whether he truly was the one who was coming by showing how he himself saves us, how he gives us new eyes to see him. He gives us new ears to hear him. He gives us fresh legs so that we might journey with him. In short, he saves us and makes us whole, which is the good news indeed. In this Advent season, have you noticed how Jesus has kept you awake and kept you prepared to notice his presence? Have you noticed how the Lord, by the purifying fire of his love, has stripped away selfishness and pride so that you might be less entangled in order to meet him back at Bethlehem? And you'll notice when you find him there, he is no longer in a manger, but has been in the real and concrete moments of your life. All of this is a cause of great joy which was our theme last Sunday, Rejoice Sunday. Now, of course, Jesus is his name, but the Lord kindly gifts us with another name, a unique and startling name, a name that only appears in our gospel for today. 
the lovely name we associate with the Advent season, Emmanuel. How melodic are those beautiful tones of that Advent hymn, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. Friends, we, we are captive Israel. We're often captivated by so many distractions, so many allurements and affections, by so many fears and concerns. But in the midst of that, Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, God with you. In these waning days of Advent, don't evaluate or judge yourself on whether you have masterfully navigated the first three weeks of Advent. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to notice the Lord, Emmanuel, present to you in the powerful that is, the sacraments of the Eucharist and reconciliation, but also present to you in the seemingly simple, in a gesture of kindness given or received, in noticing how the Lord reminds you of his presence by gently rolling the morning fog into your neighborhood, reminding you of his presence by experiencing the Lord through a cup of coffee or meal with a friend. Notice Emmanuel in the ordinary, and listen for him in silence. So as we close our podcast series, if I might offer a gentle suggestion, and I will join you in this. Since we have the benefit of a full fourth week of Advent this year, consider praying along with the daily Gospels, starting with tomorrow, Monday the 19th, all the way through Saturday the 24th. If you do so, you'll notice those six Gospels are continuously seen together from Luke chapter 1. Consider those Gospels prayerfully, paying attention to how the Lord is present to you, His His presence evident by merely praying maybe a short phrase or image from that daily Gospel. So as we prepare to meet the Lord at Bethlehem, let us recall the words of the Trappist monk, Thomas Merton, who said this, Advent is the beginning and the end of all that is in us that is not yet Christ. Friends, I'm Deacon Randy Ori, and I'll meet you at Bethlehem. We're grateful for you listening today. I'm Stephanie Holden for Encounter Anne's Adult Faith Ministry. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and click on to stanneanne.org slash encounter for all of our updates. Know that we are praying for you and your family this Advent season.